Hello beautiful sisters, it's episode number 59 of the When Marriage Hurts podcast and I'm your host Ola Davis. Um, I hope you're having a good month so far and yeah so today's episode it's gonna be pretty short and I know that I say that often but really I think this one is um I think this one is going to be a short one. I don't think I even have to say I'm going to make it a short one. Because there isn't much that I have to say about it. Because I'm not going to be speaking directly from experience. I'm just going to be speaking to you as a sister. Okay. Now I know that majority of the ladies that listen to this podcast, as far as I know, it's not like I took a survey, right? But as far as I know, judging from the people that reach out to me on social media and whatnot, a lot of you that listen to this podcast do so because you are going through a painful marriage and it's mostly because you are experiencing abuse. Some of you already knew it to be abused and some of you are just just started having the realization that you're being abused when you listen to a few episodes and started learning about narcissistic abuse or eating abuse or emotional abuse, psychological abuse and all of that stuff. But I also know that there are some women that might be dealing with all that in their marriage but they are in addition to that they are also having to deal with infidelity they are also having to deal with husbands who have cheated in the past or are still cheating whatever you know the case may be so i've decided to speak on this episode about infidelity um now if you if you fall into the category of women that you know you have this other issues going on whether eating abuse and whatnot but you can't really say your husband's cheated on you because you've never caught them cheating you might have had suspicions or maybe you don't i think you will still have a thing or two to get from this episode so don't just check out yet. Don't say, oh, my husband's never cheated. So I guess this episode isn't for me. I think you're still going to have something to learn. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, let me just leave it at that. You're still going to learn something from this episode. So I still encourage you to listen. And if you know someone who's, if you know a lady who's going through this right now, maybe they just discovered their husband's cheating and they're like, okay, so what do I do now? Please send them this podcast episode you know and let them (laughs) if you if you're like well i don't know how to help them or whatever just send them this podcast episode and i think it's gonna help them okay all right so let's get into it when you find out your spouse is you know maybe seeing someone else sleeping with someone else and ladies Infidelity isn't always about your spouse having slept with someone else. Even if they're just, even if it's, um, I don't know how to put it, but there's there's a whole other 
list of things that people do in marriages that still consider cheating. So don't be so hung up over the day sleep with the person or not. Sure, that could make you feel worse. It could make the pain feel worse. But that's not that's not the only thing that defines whether they cheated on you or not. Now, if um I kind of lost my train of thought there. Okay. So I was talking to him about the way that infidelity could come in different shapes and sizes. Sometimes it could just be that you you find out that your spouse is on a dating app and you're like, what in the world is going on here? What's my husband doing on a dating app? Or it could be that you don't know that they're seeing someone else or you don't feel that they're seeing someone else, but they are always comparing you to someone else, okay? They're always comparing you to Mary Sue that attends the same church with you. Like, how can you, why can't you take your take care of yourself the way Mary Sue does why can't you and my apologies if you're if you're listening to this and your name is Mary Sue that's just a random name that came to mind nothing personal but like why can't you you know dress like this other person why do you have to look this way why can't you just lose some weight why can't you just look as fit as whoever why can't you um i know you may not consider that cheating but that's like psychological cheating right there when they're comparing you to someone you know and they're practically telling you that you're less of a woman than that person and they make you feel like they regret marrying you and they would rather be with that other person just by the way they compare you to them ladies you don't need to you don't need to find them sleeping with that person that is simply terrible um yeah so anyways i just said all of that to to kind of make a point that infidelity comes in different shapes and sizes now but as women we when your husband treats you that way especially as christian women we could feel bad terrible and cry about it or whatever but in our minds we don't really think it's a huge problem it's just the way we're built and brainwashed in church ladies so we don't see that as a huge problem okay which only happens in religious circles anyway if you look at people who aren't so religious and you have a husband always comparing his wife to some other woman (laughs) that guy is gonna regret that he ever did that but you know in religious circles we romanticize this kind of poor behavior and people would even tell you that well you should be happy that he's even letting you know that he doesn't like the way you look or whatever so you're supposed to be grateful that this person diminishes you and disrespects you in that kind of way. Now, for women that are actually at the point where your husband isn't just comparing you to someone, or maybe your husband has never compared you to someone else as far as you know, but you just somehow 
came to have the knowledge that your husband's been seeing another woman and your husband's actually having an affair, right? That's what we call it, an affair. And now you're thinking, okay, what do I do? You're heartbroken. You're sad or depressed about it. Maybe your husband's even apologized or maybe they haven't. And you're just like, okay, what do I do now? Do I leave? Do I stay? And, you know, maybe religious folks are telling you, well, he's done something pretty bad, but don't break your marriage up over this. Or maybe they are the really horrible ones that are actually going to tell you that, well, were you giving him enough sex? Because if you were, you wouldn't, I, I mean, I, I'm not even going to go into all that today, ladies. <laughs> I'm not going to go into the terrible things that church folks might tell you if you find yourself in this kind of situation. Um, I just want to say, if you're in a place where you're confused and you're wondering what you should do, because even though you're upset, now you still have to answer that question, what do I do? And you don't want to do anything out of anger or you don't want to make any rash decisions, right? And at the same time, you do want to, you don't want to stay true to your faith, right? Like you don't want to upset God over this. And there will be people that would come and try to tell you what to do. But you know, I, I'm not making this episode because I'm going to, uh, because I want to tell you what to do. I really feel like you might feel like you're clueless and you don't know what to do. But I still want to tell you that you are the only person who has the right to decide what to do in this kind of situation. So what I just want to tell you on this episode is that do not let anyone take the place of God in your life. Do not let anyone use you as an opportunity to throw some religious platitudes at you. Because you do not owe anything to anybody. Okay? If your spouse has been cheating on you or they've cheated on you, whatever the case may be, it doesn't even matter whether they confessed or you caught them or maybe they've apologized or maybe they haven't. I mean, if they've apologized, that's, you know, it's a good thing. But it doesn't mean you owe, the, you owe it to them to stay in that marriage. Okay. And the reason I'm coming from this perspective is because if you're Christian, that's something that people just don't tell you. People want to tell you all about, well, you know, Jesus knew that um, um, Judas Iscariot was going to betray him, but he still had the last supper with him. My dear, you're not married to Judas Iscariot, okay? And you're not <laughs> you're not Jesus. You know, people say all this crazy stuff to twist the arm of a woman to stay in a marriage that's been broken by infidelity. So, Oni, I'm not saying you have to leave, but I'm telling you that you don't owe it to anybody to stay either. Okay? You have a right to be hungry. You have a right to feel like you've been taken advantage of. I just, 
however you're feeling, whether mad, upset, betrayed, angry, you know, even if you're feeling rage, it's normal for you to feel all of that. It doesn't make you less of a Christian. It doesn't mean you, you, you love God any less. Because guess what? If your husband's been cheating on you, God is upset over that too. Okay, God isn't looking at you and like, oh, I, I hope my daughter is just going to do the right thing and stay for the kids. No, that's not God. <laughs> I know that's that's how they portray God to um, to us. But that's really not God. So if you're upset, you have a right to be upset. If you don't even want your spouse touching you for the next three to six months because of what's happened, you have a right to feel that way because you're human. And this is someone that you've loved because if you never loved them, you never would have been upset about it, right? So if someone comes to you and they're saying stuff like, well, you know, what's going to help heal your marriage is for you to ha keep having sex with your husband. That's a whole load of crap. You don't hold anybody anything. I think I need to do an episode about, I've done an episode about, you know, our bodies and all that, but I think it was, it, it wasn't really in depth. So maybe I need to, anyways, I'm thinking out loud, but the point I'm trying to make is if anyone comes to you and tries to shame you into having sex with your husband after going through something like this, when you're not ready to do that. They are just not a safe person. If you're seeing a therapist and they say to you that, you know, do you think you might feel better if you just forgive your husband and move on? That's not a good therapist. Just fire them and find someone else. Anybody, let me, let me just, let, let me, let me, <laughs> let me just summarize it this way. Okay. Anybody that offers you counsel, it doesn't matter whether it's spiritual counsel or a psychological counsel, whatever. It doesn't matter whether they're family, they're friends. Anyone that offers you any counsel that puts the responsibility of fixing this mess on you, do not listen to them. So whether they say things like, oh, you just need to forgive them and move on. You just need to pray more. You just need to be more available to your husband so they never do this anymore. You just need to you just need to give him another chance. You just need to any form of counsel that puts the responsibility of fixing that marriage on you is ungodly counsel. Cuz if you if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that one of the definitions of abuse that we talk about is misplaced responsibility so if you aren't the one that you know committed adultery or however you want to put it went outside of your marriage to sleep with someone else if it was your husband that that did that the responsibility to fix that mess is on them your own job, your own responsibility is to heal from the pain. That's the only thing you need to do, honey. 
is to heal from the pain and not let it destroy you. It is not your job to fix that marriage. You don't have to prove a thing. The one that was in the wrong, and I'm just going to make it clear because especially if you're being abused, this might just seem really confusing because some women nearly go into blaming themselves, thinking if they had been better, their husbands wouldn't have cheated. Only it was never about you. Okay? It, it was never about you. Just the same way the abuse isn't your fault. Being cheated on is not your fault either. I don't care if, you know, your husband cheated with another woman the very night that both of you fought together. It doesn't matter. Alright, I think I've said enough. I don't want to keep repeating myself. I just think this episode is really, really going to help someone out. So, I'll just summarize in a minute. This whole episode is about if you've been cheated on. If your husband's, you know, been sleeping with another woman or slept with another woman. The thing you want to take away from this episode, the first thing you want to take away from it is that this was never your fault. Stop trying to convince yourself that you're at fault. Stop listening to people that make it about you. It's not your fault. The second thing you want to take away from this episode is that it is not your responsibility to fix this. The only responsibility you have is to heal from this pain. You do not have a responsibility to keep sleeping with that man if you don't want to. Because guess what? If you guilt yourself into doing that, your body is not going to agree with you. Okay? But if you've been brainwashed into thinking that's what God wants you to do, no, that's not what God wants you to do. God wants you to heal from the pain. God is more interested in you living a whole life than he is in your marriage being together. I know that's going to sound like the craziest thing you've heard all month, but I'm going to say it again. God is more invested in you having a whole life than he is invested in you having a marriage that doesn't break apart. So, that's just all I want to share today. (laughs) You know, we can choose to do whatever we want to do with it. If you feel like it doesn't um, speak to your situation directly, but you know someone that might benefit from it, please share the episode with them. Um, but I just wanted to put this out there today that if you're in this exact situation where you've been cheated on and you're in pain right now, don't think about, oh, how do I make sure my whole family sticks together? How do I make sure this doesn't fall apart? Only that's not your responsibility. Go see a therapist, go see someone that helps you heal from this pain. Honestly, what's going to happen with the marriage is not top priority right now. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. And if you haven't followed us on social media, um, we're on Instagram at When Marriage Hurts. And there's also a private Facebook group at When Marriage Hurts. Um, I look forward to seeing you there. 
if you're shy if you're not ready to post on the uh, private the facebook group is private actually but if you're not, if you feel like you're not ready to post on there yet it's fine you could post anonymously or you could just send me a direct message i always love to hear from you i hope you have a wonderful week ahead and till the next time just keep it real with jesus bye